Today, I want to talk to you about burnout because whether you're coming up towards the end of the year, trying to tick off all those big dreamy goals, plus when you combine that with all of the social obligations of the end of the year, it can be overwhelming. But throughout the year as entrepreneurs, sometimes things just get damn busy and it can be pretty overwhelming. So I was watching an episode of The Kardashians recently and you know I love The Kardashians and Kim K is next level hectic, right? (laughs) So in this episode, she is getting like a law degree, helping people get out of jail, running her multi-million dollar, billion dollar empires, also deciding to be an actor and be on a TV show. There's like a million things I'm forgetting right now. There's a lot. And in this one episode, she went to Las Vegas and she was flying back at midnight so that she could do an acting class at home after midnight and after being out in Las Vegas. Like that was giving me overwhelm just watching it. That is hectic AF. And so I thought, look, as hectic as that is, we can all relate as business owners. Maybe you're there now, deep in the trenches of burnout, or maybe you've been there before, or maybe you're just starting to notice you're kind of en route to burnout town. So I actually wanted to share in this episode, I have five really easy, but really powerful things that you can implement right now to not only get yourself out of burnout town, but to save you a ton of time. Because let's be honest, I'm doing a lot in my business right now. I am doing a lot of extracurricular activities. I have my TED talk. I am currently working with my public on a book, which honestly, a book is probably a full-time job in itself. Practicing for a TED talk is no joke. I have five rehearsals in like the week before the TED talk. It's a lot. And I've got to memorize the whole damn thing. I just got back from Melbourne last week. Why did I decide to say Melbourne like a bloody American? It's Melbourne. (laughs) What is going on? Melbourne, not Melbourne. I got back from Melbourne last week, actually this week, and I ran an incredible event there. And then I decided I'm going to do a three-day professional speakers boot camp. There are so many incredible things happening in my life and in my business right now. Not to mention, I'm also trying to, you know, in my personal life, my mum recently had a surgery, but then also I'm trying to plan an international wedding and there's a lot. And I know that I'm not alone with this, right? But what I do want to share is that right now, I am probably at about 5% on the overwhelm burnout scale with 100% being like, holy shit, burnout out um, and zero percent being easy, bliss and breeze. So why I'm feeling like this, even though I have so many extra things going on, is not because I have some certain magic hack or I'm like some secret superhero, but because I've learned how to master my time, but also master my mind and then structure everything around that. So I have figured out myself how to create a business that works for me and allows me more time back to do all of these incredible projects outside of my core business as well. So I have five things that I want to share with you. We're going to get straight into them. Number one is a lot of times when we find ourselves in this burnout hustle mode, it's driven by a scarcity mindset. It's underpinned by the belief that more hustle equals more money and success. And so I want you to just check in with yourself right now. Are you operating from a scarcity mindset? Because particularly when sales start to decrease or when we're not seeing as many sales 
sales coming through or as much progress in our business as we would like, our mind can go into scarcity zone. And what it does in scarcity is it says, all right, I need to do more. And that more is not always from a strategic and grounded place. Sometimes our mind is such in that scarcity mode, it almost makes shit up. It's like, oh, you have to do like 50 posts a week. And you're like, no, I actually don't. Or for me, I've even found in the past kind of an overwhelmed mindset. I almost sit there and hours go by and I'm like, what did I even achieve? Like, I don't even think I've achieved anything, but it's just our mind keeping us busy for the sake of being busy. So the first thing we actually need to look at is ask yourself, where am I making myself busier than I need to be out of scarcity? And an incredible client of mine shared with me that she felt so burnt out, but then she also felt so torn that sales weren't flowing through as fast as she would like. So she created a workshop. She created a whole new online store and like she has big goals. And I think that is incredible. But where that can go wrong is I've worked with clients in the past and their business isn't quite getting the momentum they'd hoped yet. So they decide, oh, I'm going to start a new whole business. And it's not from a place of this is my life's work. I'm going to start a new business. It comes from a place of my current business isn't growing fast enough. Maybe it's the business model. So let me shift, create a whole new business because that looks easy. I've seen someone else do it and I could do that too. And that was me in 2019 running five businesses because I wasn't content with where certain businesses were. And while they were still bringing in money and income, it was hugely me just in that scarcity mindset. So start to look at that first, because if you continue to operate from that scarcity mindset, you are going to continue to make things harder than they need to be. And a lot of the time you won't even realize because it's happening subconsciously. So if you realize that you are maybe acting out of scarcity or making things harder than they need to be, the next few tips are going to help you whether or not you are operating from scarcity. Number two is please, please, please set yourself some boundaries among the chaos. I know you're busy. I know you've got a hundred things on your to-do list right now. If I bring up my list right now, I have 82 things on my to-do list, 82. So the truth is your to-do list is never going to be done because once you tick off two, you've probably added five more things. And if you're like me, you're sending your VA things like ideas at 10 p.m. at night. (laughs) So the way we need to shift out of that burnout zone is not when the to-do list is ticked off because it will never be, but setting yourself some boundaries among the chaos. When I was in peak burnout mode back in like 2019, 2020, I implemented feel good Fridays where I would block out the entire day. I blocked it out in my calendar. I did not have anything on my to-do list for that day. And that was my day to do whatever made me feel good. Sometimes that was resting. Sometimes that was going to the beach or catching up with a friend. And sometimes it did look like catching up on a little bit of work, but I had that day completely blocked out. And by blocking it out, you say the purpose of this day is to make me feel good or to rest or to recharge myself. And when it has a purpose, it removes the guilt because your brain is going to say, especially if you're in a little bit of that scarcity mindset, your brain is going to say, um, excuse me, you should be working. Like, don't be lazy. Don't you know you've got big goals to achieve? That inner voice is going to try so damn hard to pull you back into hustle mode. And so it's not only a great time to allow yourself that time to rest and recharge and do what you need, but it is actually a great circuit breaker. When you're in burnout mode, it's almost becomes a hustle. When you're in burnout mode, 
load, it almost becomes a habit. And so by having a whole day blocked out, for me, that worked really, really well because it was a real circuit breaker and it allowed me to step out of that hustle mode, regulate my nervous system a little bit and start to create comfort in slowing down. Now for you, it may not be a whole day, but I would highly recommend to block out sections in your calendar that are reserved just for you. If you don't block them out, you're easily going to fill up that time. Whereas if I look at my calendar and I see from 3 till 5 p.m. is blocked out for me to do whatever I want to do that's not work, that's not trying to listen to podcasts or try and hustle. It's just for me to fill up my cup. When it comes to 3 p.m., my brain is going to go, what else is on the to-do list? And then seeing that blocked out in the calendar instantly, I can reassure myself, um, no, that's okay. 3 p.m. till 5 p.m. is my time. It removes so much of the guilt and anxiety that comes with trying to get away from hustle and burnout. Just the other day, I woke up and I was starting to feel a little bit of overwhelm because let's be honest, right now I'm stretched way out of my comfort zone with a lot of these projects that I'm working on. And so I woke up. Now, again, it was probably like a 30% on the overwhelm burnout scale. And I said, you know what, before it gets to 100% or even 50%, I am going to clear my calendar for today, clear my schedule. Luckily, I didn't have any meetings. If I did, I could have quickly done them and then gone to the beach. So what I did was one hour of deep focus time to tick off the main urgent things. Because sometimes if we have some really urgent things, just going avoidant and saying, see ya, I'm going to the beach. Sometimes that's going to give you more overwhelming stress. So I ticked off a couple of the main urgent things. I gave myself an hour. That was it. And then I went to the beach and I only spent about two hours there before the wind started to come in. But those two hours I did not take a book. I did not take a podcast. I just was there with myself and relaxing. And honestly, that two hours of peace at the beach gained me back days worth of productivity. If I continued to just push, that burnout ranking would have gone from 30% to 50% to 80% to 100%. But by going to the beach for two hours, it went from 30% back down to zero. This is how we can start to monitor our burnout. So set yourself a boundary, whatever feels good for you right now. Number three is the 80-20 rule. I know you've heard this before, but it is about 80% of your output is actually only created from 20% of the work. So sometimes as we progress through business, we have new ideas, we get excited, we're entrepreneurs, right? We're a little bit crazy, but sometimes that means adding a bajillion things to our to-do list. And while they're fun and exciting, sometimes they're just nice to haves. And it doesn't mean you don't have to do the nice to haves ever, because like right now, doing a TED talk is a nice to have. It's not helping me specifically in my business, but it's an epic milestone that I wanted to achieve. So you can look at your to-do list and ask yourself, are these things actual needle moving activities or are they just nice to haves? And when you can strip it back to that core 20% of the work, you've just gained yourself back a year's worth of time. So you might even want to just go through your to-do list, go through your calendar and see what is actually going to move that needle forward for you. And you may not operate like this all of the time, but I'm telling you when you're coming close to that burnout zone or you're well and truly in it, this is key. You have to let go. For example, if you want more sales, sell more, (laughs) stop wasting time on other activities. If your main goal right now and your main priority is sales, then sell more. Stop feeling around with your back end. Maybe you're on the other end and you're at capacity with clients. Then you do not 
need to post 10 times a week on social media for now. And like I said, it's not forever. It might be just for right now, but actually going through this is going to be incredible for your productivity. And then the rest of the extra time, you can go to the beach. You could do the things that you want to do with that time. Once you've assessed if everything on your to-do list is 100% necessary, number four is forget the rest. Sometimes we forget we're our own boss (laughs) and it's like you created all of those things on your to-do list. You can cancel things. You can postpone things. You can check in with what you need right now. But oftentimes we don't postpone or cancel or move things because there is a fear beneath it where we're afraid of upsetting others. And while we don't want to be a flaky business owner, I wouldn't recommend doing this all of the time. But if you are in that overwhelmed and burned out zone, you're actually not helping anyone by showing up for your clients when you're overwhelmed. You're not going to be bringing your fullest intention or energy and it's not serving you and it's not serving them as well. So to honor your client's investments or time or other people's time when it comes to meetings or interviews, whatever it is, sometimes it's okay to postpone things so that you can come back and give them your full energy. People appreciate that. And sometimes by you doing that, you actually get to be the permission slip for others who also are feeling stuck, stuck in their to-do list, stuck in their calendar, stuck in the obligations. So forget the rest. Remove delete, postpone the things that are not 100% necessary right now. But you get the choice. Take back control over your own calendar and to-do list because you are the boss in case you forgot. (laughs) Number five, probably the most important one I'm going to share with you today. So I hope you're ready. (laughs) Number five, energetic capacity. Oftentimes when we find ourselves in burnout, it's not actually to do with our time because Everyone has the same amount of time in the day, but certain people get way more achieved than others. And the reason for that is the energy. We only have so much energy to give each day. Different people will have different levels of energy. But when we look at energetic capacity, things that are either new to us or outside of our comfort zone are often going to require more energy. Think of something right now that maybe feels like a little more draining or that you're currently procrastinating on or that you feel is just like super hard or heavy. Oftentimes it's the things that are new or outside your comfort zone. So if you're going through a big level up or chasing some big new goals, just know that it might require a little more energy from you. And so you can plan for that. But also I want to let you in on a little secret. We can actually expand our energetic capacity. So the more times you actually get out of your comfort zone, the more times you're building your resilience and you're building your energetic capacity to hold more. There was a time time, probably even one year ago or two years ago, where doing everything that I'm doing right now would have absolutely landed me in burnout town. But right now I actually feel more grounded than ever. And that's because I continuously chose to get out of my comfort zone time and time again. So that now running an event on zero sleep because my flight was delayed in Melbourne felt like the easiest thing, right? I wasn't even nervous. I wasn't even tired. And it worked because I built that energetic capacity. Whereas when I remember back to my first ever speaking gig, I practiced for four entire weeks and I was stressed and I was had sleepless nights and that felt like the most draining thing for me to do ever. And it was for like a five minute thing versus turning up to Melbourne after my flight was delayed seven 
times, which meant I got zero sleep. I landed at 5 a.m. and I had to do my event at 11 a.m. on that same day. I was only able to do that and then speak on stage for two whole hours because I've built my energetic capacity. So I know when you're in burnout or overwhelmed or feel like you have no time, the path of least resistance is to do the things you're familiar with or to do the easy things. But actually, when we can choose to do some of those things outside of our comfort zone or the things that stretch you a little bit and allow time and space for that, the more you do that, the easier things become in the future. I always say it's basically like going to the gym and each time you go in and you lift a little bit of a heavier weight every single time and over time you walk straight in, grab the heaviest weight there and it's like it's no big deal. But there was once upon a time where you never would have been able to lift that. That is the same with your energy. So let me recap. Number one, check in with yourself and ask where you might be making yourself busier than you need to be out of scarcity. Number two, set yourself boundaries amongst the chaos, whether that is is your feel-good Friday or just a little moment to yourself. Number three, 80-20 rule. Find what that 20% is for you and focus on that. Number four, then forget the rest. (laughs) We don't need to do a lot of the things probably on your to-do list right now. So shift them, cancel them, postpone, delete, whatever you need to. And number five, look at your energetic capacity versus your time and start to feel into where are the things that maybe pull you out of your comfort zone. So my purpose and mission is really to help you build the life and business of your dreams, because let's be honest, we cannot create more time in the day. And I know you have some big AF goals that you're ready to achieve, but what we can do is start to manage how we use that time and energy and allow ourselves to create a sustainable foundation for future success. The longer you stay in burnout, the more it's actually creating a fear of success, the more you're actually sabotaging your success. Because if you're in burnout where you're at right now, how do you think you're going to survive if you had even more success or more clients? Your mind is going to start to sabotage that next level because it is like, oh, hell no, we can barely survive now. How do you think we're going to survive when we have more success? It's going to do everything in its power to not let you get that level of success that you truly want. So this goes way, way beyond just like gaining back a little more time. And this is truly why I actually created my program Business for Life, my mastermind, because I want to help you build a thriving and successful business without the burnout and without having to sacrifice your life along the way. The reality is you can hit those big dreamy goals, have more money than you've ever dreamt of, work with dream clients and create that ease and spaciousness and flow along the way. But in order to do so, we actually need to do the deep inner work, which I touched on a bit today and get super clear on what that new vision of success looks like. Then we get to actually mold your business model, your pricing structures, your marketing, your messaging, your positioning, all of the biz strategy to actually make that a reality. But the first part is actually doing the inner work so that you actually have a foundation to build on when we come in with the biz strategies. And when you start selling, you actually have capacity and energy to take on those extra clients as well. So if you are interested in joining Business for Life, I run it two times a year. So come and send me a DM at jess.williamson8 because you can sign up for the next round that starts in January and we're going to hit the ground running 
for the new year, creating more success than you ever dreamt of, but also more freedom, more time at the beach, more feel good Fridays and way, way more energy for the things you truly want to achieve. I hope you love this episode. If you have, then please share it on your social media. I always love to hear what you think of the episode and I will see you on the next one. 